Hello, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the January 30th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at two numbers of the Catechism, 170 and 171. 2. The language of faith. 170. We do not believe in formulae, but in those realities they express, which faith allows us to touch. The believer's act of faith does not terminate in the propositions, but in the realities which they express. All the same, we do approach these realities with the help of formulations of the faith, which permit us to express the faith and to hand it on, to celebrate it in community, to assimilate and live on it more and more. 171. The Church, the pillar and bulwark of the faith, faithfully guards the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. She guards the memory of Christ's words. It is she who, from generation to generation, hands on the Apostle's confession of faith. As a mother who teaches her children to speak and so to understand and communicate, the Church our Mother teaches us the language of faith in order to introduce us to the understanding and the life of faith. Okay, so a short section today, and this on the language of faith, which again is um, a little bit abstract, but I think is important, that we do not believe in words. That some people sometimes think that particular languages are important. So, for example, when the church changed from using the um, Latin language widely, using the vernacular, the daily language of people, English or Spanish or whatever they happen to speak, there was a lot of scandal. Some people thought, no, Latin is a better language. And nothing against Latin, it is a perfectly good language. It is a very good language, actually, for the expression of the faith and for the celebration of the liturgy. The problem is that very few people actually can understand it today. And that's uh, the, the reason why the church had to change. And in fact, if you go back further... When, in the early centuries, the church in the West changed from Greek to Latin, it was the same process. That Some people thought that Latin was a very bad language to express the faith. It was a very imprecise language. There were many reasons for it. But the language is not what is sacred. And the same thing even with the expressions of faith. It's not that the creeds are magic, that the words of the creeds are magic. They're not magic. They're very helpful. They're very good tools for us to understand the faith, but the faith needs to be constantly re-expressed. It needs to be constantly, not so much updated, but said in a way that is comprehensible to people today. That the faith stays the same, but its expression can change. And we see this, for example, uh, there were some small churches that became separated from Rome in the earliest centuries. The big separations were between Catholics and Protestants and between the Catholics and the Orthodox. But the Oriental Orthodox people like the Coptic Church, the Armenian Church, these other churches, uh, which are quite small today, um, they still number millions of people, but in comparison to Catholicism, they're quite small. And they are churches that never made it to the councils other than the first council, the first ecumenical council in Nicaea, they didn't make it to the rest of them, so they didn't profess the same creed as we do. 
And today the church in her ecumenical dialogue with these churches, the Catholic Church isn't so much trying to convince them to agree to the wording of the Creed of Constantinople or the wording of one of these creeds or the wording of the Council of Trent, but to the content. To say we agree on what the faith is, this is the important thing. And you want to use this word, I want to use that word. And if we can agree that the two words are good, both of them are good, both of them are expressing the same reality, then you don't have to use these words. And it's the same, we can't idolize the words of the faith. That words are in the end a human instrument, a poor human instrument. And again, what's important is the faith of the church, that we incorporate our faith into the church that the faith incorporates us into the church and that the church gives us the understanding. So it's not so much to think, what does uh, Webster's Dictionary tell me that the words of the creed mean? It's not, this isn't what's important. What's important is what the church understands by it and that each one of us can come and grow and discover that the church is the guarantor of our faith. The guarantee of our faith is found in the church and the church will teach us how to understand the faith. So tomorrow we'll continue and tomorrow we'll be looking at 172 to 175 and then again looking at the in brief section that comes after that. God bless.